Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I have two guests in the studio from the Black Storytellers Alliance. Uh, the Black Master Storytellers Festival happens next weekend, and they, they do this every year. And uh, we've got Natondo Zulu and Vusi Zulu in the studio this morning. Good morning to you both. Good, Good morning. morning. So happy you're here again to tell us about this wonderful event you've got next weekend. So uh, who wants to start? We'll let the boss start first. <laughs> Natando is the president of the alliance, so go ahead. Okay. Well, well. First of all, I want to thank you for in- inviting us mm-hmm. to to be here to to speak about it. I mean, we we have been doing this a long time, and the reason that we wanted to do signifying and testifying is because we were at a national festival in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And on the stage that Saturday evening, which is always the finale, kind of, was um, Jackie Torrance and Mary Carter Smith. Mm. And the two of them just sent chills up and down our spines. Mm. It was electrifying. And we said then that we needed to bring that here. And so that's when we started Mm. planning. Love it. Now, you know, the the thing about it is, is that oftentimes people think about storytelling and they think, oh, that must be for the little children. Right. Yeah. But and it is. Mm -hmm. But it's also for the old children, too. (laughs) Those who have imaginations and who love to hear and be a part of the story. And in black storytelling, the one very distinctive characteristic that we have is that it's so very interactive. Mm-hmm. It's not like what we tend to do when watching TV is to sit back and let it un- entertain us and draw the pictures mm-hmm. for us. No, it does that mental thing of getting us involved. And many of the adults who have come to our storytelling festivals over the years, they have been equally engaged as their children. Mm. In fact, the storytellers will often call them on stage so they can play the part of an elephant (laughs) or of a lion or some other character that's in the story. Mm. Love that. Yeah, Mama Koku is really good at that and Tony (coughs) Simmons, both of them are coming um, this year and um, uh, Mama Koku, uh, uh, we first (laughs) invited her we we met her at the airport, and she had all of these big masks because she had made masks for the the whoever was helping to wear oh. as a character. Oh, nice! Um, but 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 she's she's now changed all of that up, and everybody uh, that she calls up on stage, and it's grown ups and and young ones. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because you're grown doesn't mean that you get to sit in the chair. You know, <laughs> if, if she sees a, a glimmer. She's going to bring you up, as does uh, Tony Simmons. Okay. And the fact is, is that both of them, in the way in which they do things, it's to say it's good for our young people to see the adults being really true and human and, and yeah. involved, too, as yep. a part of the story. Now, Natando, you mentioned the two of them. Mama Koku is from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Simmons is from Fort Worth. Texas. Okay. It's just kind of give you a little bit of the range of the folks that we're going to have here because we have folks who are going to come in from Harlem, New York, because mm. we've got Atiba Wilson 
and mm-hmm. Oceana James. Right. Now, there are a couple that, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and Atiba's a musician, too. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely a musician. <laughs> and then we have uh, from Baltimore, Maryland, we have the president of the National Association of Black Storytellers, Janice Curtis Green. Oh, cool. Green with an E on the end. She oh, always please. makes sure we say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then there's uh, Dylan Pritchett. Uh, Dylan was here with us um, recently when we did a program uh, at the women's prison, uh, okay. which we loved doing. Okay. And, okay. and so did they. I mean, we had so many folks there in the um, correctional facility in Shakopee hmm. that were just all up. And we had folks, uh, it was a kind of a mixture. We had both um, folks like uh, Robert Eddie Robinson, for example, one of the top gospel singers in the country. Mm. Gwen Matthews, Mm. one of the top jazz singers in the country. (laughs) And then we had the three storytellers. And and, And we had African drumming. And that's at the women's prison? That was at the women's correction facility out there yeah. in Shakopee. Yeah. Now, we, they, the, the commissioner of the Department of Corrections, he was there, mm. along with both of his deputy commissioners and the warden. And they were just as much into it as were the folks who were incarcerated yeah, there. Yeah, sure. And it's important for storytellers to do these types of things because folks don't lose their humanity just simply because they're incarcerated. Mm -hmm. And we need to make Mm -hmm. sure that we let them know that we know that they are still human Mm -hmm. and that they will be coming back to our community. Mm -hmm. And we want them to be a part of that community in a very positive way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then I digress. I want to be talking (laughs) about storytelling. And and we we need to finish finish letting (laughs) everybody know who's going to be on the program. Yeah. Um, also, besides um, besides Dylan and Richmond, Janice Curtis Virginia. Green, mm-hmm. um, Dylan is from Richmond, Virginia. We have Oba um, <laughs> William King, who is the most creative uh, improviser of stories, um, and he cannot compete in any liars contest because he's so good at it. Because uh, <laughs> of course, the liars contest is that's the thing too that you got. Is that Saturday night? No, that's, that's Friday, Friday night. That's Friday that is, night. That is when the community okay. can shine. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, the storytellers may share something, but they can't compete. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It okay. has to be the community competing. Um, you know, bringing their greatest tall tale. And, you know, it's not Deaf Comedy Jam. It is a tall tale. Mm-hmm. And, and it has to be clean, respectful, uh, uh, politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, because we have children there, too. We have a children's yeah. section and we have an adult section. They, and so we give trophies in both, both areas. So we want it to be family friendly. Everything we do is family friendly we mm-hmm. want it to always be that way mm-hmm. and um, one more one more person we got to mention um uh auntie beverly who is beverly cotman who is also who has been a teacher here at north high mm-hmm. for years as a biology teacher <laughs> but who now is what, what i call a renaissance woman because not only does she do storytelling she does lots of other artistic types of things Love and and show. so that's 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 the lineup except for oceana who's coming with atiba okay and uh oceana 
as more of a dancer, but they do some storytelling together. So they, this is their first time here. Wonderful. Now, you know, when she talked about the Liars Contest and she brought that yeah. up, and that's, that's a, a great opportunity for folks to come with theirs. They get five minutes maximum. Okay. Otherwise, we drum them, <laughs> which means that you, you, <laughs> nice. that's the end of that. Yep, right? yep. Now, but folks come in and they tell their tall tales, and you'd be surprised at the number of folks who come in and tell tall tales and who are very good at it. <laughs> Our most senior winner was a young lady who came here as a refugee from uh, Katrina in oh, Louisiana. Uh -huh. And when she was here, she listened to the stories coming in with her niece mm -hmm. and she listened to the stories and then she said, well, let me tell my tall tale. Mm -hmm. And she got up there and she rocked the socks. <laughs> she was 104 years old at that time. Oh, man. And if you were to look at it, you would have thought, well, you know, 70 maybe. Wow. But she was in it and all the way alive. And our youngest winner mm -hmm. She listened to the storytellers from mm -hmm. the youth, mm -hmm. and she got up, and that young lady put her hands on her hips, and <laughs> <laughs> she went into her number now. I, I know that you know that visual image of when black women put their hands on their hip, mm -hmm. and the next door is doing those motion things backwards and forwards and so yeah. forth. This little young girl, she was seven years old, and she was into <laughs> it, <laughs> and she won. That's awesome. So we well, invite folks to come on in, get mm -hmm. into it. Yep. And so each night next, is different. Yep, it's next weekend. You've got lots of wonderful guests coming in from all over the country and, of course, some uh, local stars as well at Signifying and Testifying. It's the 28th annual Black Master Storytellers Festival. It starts next Thursday. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Thursday through Saturday. And uh, we'll get this up online. Thank you both so much for coming in. We had the president, Notundu Zulu, and Vuzi Zulu, the festival director. Thank you so very much. And, and could we say one, one yep, more yep. thing? We want to thank the voters because uh, this is made possible by the voters of Minnesota through grants from the Minnesota State Arts Board and the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council, thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Gotta love yeah. that legacy amendment. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> love, love it. Love, it, love, love it. it. And we Thank have to say both. the city of Minneapolis yes. recast. They also provided additional funding. Wonderful. Yes. Great. All mm -hmm. right. We'll see you next weekend. Thanks to you both. Thank, Thank you. you.